Welcome to Tax Boss. I'm Meryl Bailey in Orlando, Florida. And I'm Crystal Woodbury in Denver, Colorado. We're each licensed as attorneys and CPAs. We help our clients get the best results because we work well with their trusted advisors. Tax Boss is a podcast for advisors from multiple professions to get together to discuss common client issues and how we can work together to solve them. Crystal, I would like to talk to you today about how you would have handled this situation. I had clients come in with a very technical issue that they wanted. They had been sent to me by another attorney in town who is really good at what she does. And she had done a lovely job on all of their basic structure documents that included revocable and trust. I mean, it was very thoughtful and well done. But they wanted to set up a charitable remainder trust using retirement plan assets. And it was, oh my goodness, you know, so the, there were tax issues, there were trust issues, there were situs, there were all sorts of issues. And it wasn't just that they wanted these assets to go, they wanted the assets to go from one spouse to the other, and then in trust for the son, and then to the charity. And so I said that my recommendation would be to not do a charitable remainder trust, that they could handle this far more elegantly and far less expensively with much much less of an expenditure of legal fees mm-hmm. and a lot more flexibility by using the beneficiary designation forms and just updating them on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. And they were so disappointed. I, I mean, they left my office and I felt so bad that I actually wrote them a letter and said, these are all the reasons why I told, I, mean, I knew you were disappointed and these are all the reasons why I told you why I told you and they're just, um, I know they'll never come back. Uh, and yeah. I didn't know what would you have done. Well, and, and so they did their own research or heard from somebody. They came in with, this is what we want. Yes. And the yeah. other lawyer had said that she doesn't do charitable planning okay. and she doesn't do a lot with the retirement plans, but she knows that I do both. Yes. And thought, and so yeah. sent them to me going like, this is above my pay grade. Let me right. send you to Merrill. And I was like, yeah, you've come up with the most complex way of handling things that is really just a train wreck, and here's a better way to do it. And they were just so disappointed. Yeah, so outside of the fact that it's rarely, if ever, a good idea to fund a charitable trust with retirement plans, it was that they came in expecting to pay you to do what they wanted you to do. And my feeling is we are counselors, we as attorneys, and, and our job is to counsel the client on the best options to achieve their planning goals and and to do it correctly. Because um, that was the thing. I could have charged them a fortune, mm-hmm. but I couldn't guarantee the result that they were looking for the way they wanted to do it, and, where I could the way that I right. said for a lot cheaper. Right. And if the results was not what they thought it was going to be and the next generation or whoever was living through how it actually played out, they're going to come back to you and say, hey, this isn't what we were told was going to happen. Yeah. Why didn't you right. do this or right. this or this and do it the better way from the beginning that you advised? And and I am in the middle of a similar situation now where um, I had a client come in in 2012 
her mom had passed away recently. She was in her mid-60s, I think, at the time. Her father had passed away a few years before. She had one deceased sibling, and her living sibling um, has special needs. And so mom's estate plan set up a special needs trust for the living sibling and left nothing to the deceased sibling's children. Uh, we worked through that administration, but we had the dad's trust that owned a bunch of um, agricultural real estate. That trust had never been changed and so that trust provided that when mom died, the assets in that trust were split outright a third to disabled sibling, outright a third oh. to our client, and outright a third to deceased sibling's children. His children split a third. Our client did not like that result. And so we did similar to what you did, did a memo or a letter to the client that said, this is what needs to happen in your dad's trust administration. And she didn't like that. And she fired us. She, um, I have since learned. So this, this woman passed away in 2018. Her daughter is now a client of ours working through her mom's Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And we discovered this trust had never been had never been properly administered. So we are trying to clean that up. It is costing a small fortune. We found out during this process that our client in 2012 went to several other attorneys to try and get the result that she wanted. None of them gave her the answer she wanted, so she just did nothing. Ugh. And now, her and now the daughter child, talk about being a burden to your children. Yes, is is it's a mess, and we're having a court-appointed trustee for a differently abled son's trust for the grandfather's. Her grandfather's now trust. We have a court-appointed. We need to get a guardian ad litem for the differently abled son, um, and then we have these three children of the deceased sibling that had no idea what was going on, and now we have to give them all notice that for the past seven years, nothing was done the way it should have been done, and how do we make that right? Well, it's interesting because I had clients recently who came in. The parents died, the second parent died several years ago. Three siblings, brother is in charge, he is the trustee, and he's done nothing, and we're going on five years now, and they just came to me because the brother has offered to his siblings a deal that if they, they, he wants them to sign a document that says they will accept X number of dollars as a distribution and they promise not to sue him. And they came to me because of my CPA and attorney background and they wanted me to, to tell them if this was a good deal. And there's valuation issues and there's all these issues. And I said, you know, we're looking we're, you know, we're decorating a tree with talking about whether or not this is valued properly or this is valued properly or whatever. I said, he's had this job now. He's got a fiduciary duty. He's had it for five years. He's not made a single distribution. I don't believe he's filed any tax returns. And the issue is un you have a choice. It appears to me that you are going to let this brother do whatever he wants to do because he's your sibling and you don't want to hold him to a standard. And I said, if that's true, sign whatever he wants, to, you know, he gives you and get your money and be done with it. And we're talking millions of dollars for each child. I said, alternatively, we can hold him to the standard, the fiduciary standard of a trustee, which is a very high standard, which he's not meeting in any way, shape or form. And we can have him replaced with another fiduciary 
who will do everything that's supposed to be and get all the things, but you're going to hurt his feelings or do what he does. You know, you're going to have to hold him to a legal standard. We're going to have to sue him to get him out. Right. Are you willing to do that? And until you decide whether you're going to let him run roughshod over you because you want to keep this relationship, whatever it may be, or you want to follow the law and get your money and do the right thing until you decide that there's no use discussing any of this. And they were a little shocked by that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, our job is to provide that advice, provide that guidance. They ultimately have to make the decision whether what we're telling them is the route they want to go, or if they want to find somebody else who tells them something different at the end of the day for me, I want to feel good about the work I'm doing and know that I'm providing the best advice I can provide or providing referrals. If I'm not the person who can provide that advice, providing referrals to folks that maybe can help them better. Until next time, I'm Meryl Bailey. And I'm Crystal Woodbury. Thanks for joining us. Go dazzle your clients like a tax boss. Today's podcast is sponsored by your caring law firm in Maitland, Florida. Your Caring Law Firm offers probate and trust administration services throughout Florida, as well as estate, asset protection, and tax planning assistance.